Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's up, guys? This is the final cast. My name is Brad. <laughs> I'm Matt. <laughs> so I just realized right after I hit the uh, record button, my computer just said, you got 10% battery left. <laughs> oh, cool. Might yeah, want to plug so, that in. Yeah. yeah, I'm having my wife go get the phone charger since we're live already. So it's she's just going to plug it in. Just going to fail. <laughs> Two seconds, Brad. Just going to. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Like yeah. just mid sentences, but gone. Yeah. It'd be awesome. That's what I'm afraid of. But all right, we're good. I'm Jimmy, anyway. by the way. I'm the third voice. I was going to say, I was about to introduce you. <laughs> oh, I was going to keep it a secret. And so somebody's just like, who is talking right now? <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? What's new, guys? Oh, well, I just got back from Florida like three hours ago. I had to drive back, went down, picked my dad up, got a little bit of fishing in. Uh, not great, caught but... some Ohio-sized caliber fish down there. I did. It was great, man. Some, <laughs> That's an some, insult. Some 12-inch <laughs> fish. I mean, it was awesome. That uh, was a backhanded <laughs> compliment like crazy. Dude, it sucks, too, I'm because the full moon's him. this weekend. So you like, if you could have like picked him up a couple days later, it'd probably been fire. Yeah. Oh, I know, dude. See, that's literally what I was thinking. I was like, man, I've only got two days. I had to go to a Bass Pro because I flew down there, drove back. <laughs> I had my travel rod, but the the gods at Frontier said it was too long, so I couldn't bring it. And I was like, well, cool. Mm. So I went into Bass Pro. I was like, yeah, a Bass X will do the job. I tried the new Bass X. Not a bad rod for 110 bucks. putting that out there. Um, but yeah, and I was like, well, I'll just go stop somewhere. And as I was driving home, I'm like, dude, three more days would have been fire yeah but it is what it is what's new with you jimmy <sighs> not much man just uh getting ready to go to gunnersville i uh mentioned it to a buddy it's funny we're talking about full moon in florida he's he's supposed to be going to a wedding in florida this weekend and he was like taking his kayak and everything and he was gonna fit basically like fish anytime he wasn't at the wedding because of the full moon and i mentioned like we should go hit gunnersville up you know because of the full moon and you know, just finally warming up here and staying warm. And he hit me with a float idea, him and a buddy. And turns out it's 17 miles. So, uh, oh, I've done like float wise, you know, I've only ever done like five and six mile floats. Yeah. Same here. I, I've done like 12 miles on the water in one day, but it wasn't a float, you know, just motoring back and forth. So yeah. tomorrow should be interesting. It'll be a, It'll yeah. be a new one because we're that's him right there. Sorry, Garrett, when you listen to this, I'm hitting the F you button, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I was gonna say when when we're doing river floats, like five miles is like the max for us because when me and Justin get out there, it takes us even like a three mile float, it takes us like eight hours. Part of what we, we're doing, it's like it's like cross the entire Tennessee River, go down two or three miles go up you know two or three miles yeah. come back out to the main channel and then it's like 10 miles to the closest takeout 
and we're wanting to hit pockets, but like they've done it before. And he's like, yeah, we'll get there at six. Just plan on being in the dark. And I was like, okay. Oh, all right then. So we'll probably get back late if I had to imagine. Is that why you're setting up your lights on your kayak? It was. Then I realized that all of my uh, wiring stuff is still in my truck, which is broke down and not here. Oh, it's i mean it's it's in it's in alabama with me it's just i i took it and my buddy's got like a 40 by 80 shop yeah i took it there and didn't take anything else out mm-hmm. of it i don't have my cart i don't have my anything so yeah i was gonna do lights set up my nav lights and all that stuff and now it's not happening but yeah oh man that sucks just just go down to bass Pro and get one of those giant q beams and just put it on like a stick above you and just yeah. shine it down i mean <laughs> you know fish light vision light you can blind people you don't like it's great <laughs> that's what like I, when my experience with night i'm usually not like i feel like the all the light things just kind of me being bougie now wanting cool little colors in the boat because <laughs> yeah when I'm night fish i don't like the headlamp gets turned off as soon as i step foot in the kayak and does not come back on until i get back so i usually just stay in the dark but well, you, you uh, got some big old dinosaurs down there in the water right and gunner yeah i don't want to see them when they yeah. eat me. Yeah, I don't want to not see them either. Like, I, 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 this is this this would be a weird. Like, I turn it off, and then I'd be like, "Oh, I wonder what's around." I turn it on, you see like thousands of eyes, and be like, "Oh, cool, I'm gonna turn it back off and just die." I, I've never <laughs> seen the the multiples, but I have done the like you're getting out of the water, you look back across the the area, turn on your light, and you see like you just pan across and you catch the glow. You're like, is there oh, gators oh, down dude. there? Oh yeah. Ooh, I've never seen one like I said I've seen the eyes yeah in the area that I'm wanting to take y'all I have never physically seen an alligator but they are all over Wheeler Lake now because they kind of implanted them to help take care of carp and beavers oh so we have them all over and they get big but they kind of stay in their own area you don't like it's not like like Lake Fork when you like any corner you around may have a big but Uh, yeah uh, Lake Lake Fork's got some man eaters like, yeah, I mean, huge, they've got huge. some. It's like, huge. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, you know, where we're going, the, our biggest problem will be like snakes and beavers. Oh, cool snakes! Uh, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather fight a gator than a beaver, though. Yes, beavers. One, are, uh, and they they get curious, so they'll come up right to our kayak and they'll slap. And you want to talk about the people in the city? will hear me cuss from the water when it's like dead quiet <laughs> and then just Wa-pow! and I scream lots of profanities. See, I think that's so cool because I've done that. I've, I've been out there where there's a beaver just swimming by and I'll be like, whoop, it'll slap its tail and take off. Yeah. yeah we're, we're at Dale Hollow right and, and he's flipping a rock bluff and he's like, what's that? And I was like, that's a beaver. He was like, whoa. And it just moved a little bit. And I was like, stop screwing with the beaver, dude. If that thing turns around, you're going to die. And then he's like, I'm going to catch it. I was like, I'm going to leave. And I just motored away. I was like, whatever, you're on your own and you're going to lose. My best friend that got me into like the river and got me into fishing when we were young. His dad is born and bred river rat, tough old redneck, ain't scared of nothing. We had a beaver get in the front of the John boat. And me and Jake were just like, ha ha ha, it's a beaver. And we heard a splash and that was his dad jumping out of the boat and going to the bank. And I was like, oh, this is bad. Like he got out. <laughs> that's funny yeah nope not today. oh man yeah i'm not i'm not about beavers I, i'll mess with alligators down north carolina we had one i was bank fishing and i was newly minted from ohio in the marine corps and i was like oh i'll go fish this brackish water 
I'm like on the, like, here's the bank. Here's my feet. Like the bank's six inches away. I'm casting. And like two seconds later, I'm looking over like, that's a weird looking log. Then it moved. I was like, oh crap. And just free. Like I just, I just draw. I had like a cheap lose combo. I was like, yeah, whatever. I just took my line and broke it and just walked away. (laughs) (laughs) You and Brian. It was like twilight time, dude. It was it was twilight, and uh, after I was there for a while, I got a little bit because we used to go out in a little sun dolphin. Me and my buddy, the little two person, like, and I was two hundred ten pounds, and my buddy's like two eighty. So we're going out there, and the thing's <clears throat> struggling with the little fifty five pound thrust on the back. And we'd see gators, and he'd go up to him, be like, "Hey, watch this!" And he'd just like run into him. I was like, "You're an idiot! Like, we're gonna oh, die on this goodness. by ourselves, let alone doing that." And then I guess I got a little desensitized. I was like, whatever. He's going to keep hitting them, so we might as well just die. <laughs> so <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was, uh, Jordan was a, a, a he's a crazy uh-huh. individual. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Like so, it, yeah. So, anyway, why we're here today for this podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, applications on our phones that, you know, products that help us fish or help us uh, learn about weather techniques and things like that. And, uh Jimmy, we can start it off with kind of what you already preferenced, but the full moon, why we were talking about that. So that comment makes sense to the viewers and listeners. Yeah. Um, talk about that app because me and Brad don't have a whole lot of experience in it. Um, Brad will probably tell you in his words that he's never thought it's mattered, but you've opened okay. our eyes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the app that he's mentioning, I'm going to pull up real quick. I'm pulling it up because I don't remember I think it, yeah, okay. It's called Isolunar Hunt and Fish. Isolunar? Isolunar. And uh, you can get it on the App Store. It is a paid app. It's a $5 one-time deal. Um, but the app is based around the solar solar lunar theory, which is, and just a rundown, um, I can actually might be able to find his name real quick. Um, John Alden Knight, back in the 1930s, came up with a theory about the hunting and fishing uh, animal activity being better in two periods of the day, which he called majors and minors. And what that's in reference to is the position of the sun and the moon in reference to your location at that time, which goes into affecting like tidal and all that stuff, barometric pressure, everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically a major is when the, uh, Sun is at its highest and the moon would be directly beneath your feet in its cycle around the earth. Um, uh, that period usually lasts around three hours. And then you have a minor, which is uh, the time in between the peaks and they vary. So for like instance today um, here, I'll pull it up and we will see. So today for my area, the major periods were it started at 10 p.m. and ended at 1 a.m. And the peak of it, which is the dead center, would be 11:37. So that's your mm. like prime time to be on the water for activity. And you have you have two majors and two minors a day. Um, the other major would be 9:46 a.m. to 12:46 p.m. And your your peak would have been 11:16. And uh, you know that that's just kind of like a a gist of what the theory is. You can look it up if you look in the app, or you can even just Google the solar lunar theory. It's really cool to read. Um, and it makes a lot of sense because it's not just fishing. It's, it's animals in general. So yeah. and you can sometimes time it. Like since I learned what this is, like when I was hunting this year, I would kind of pay attention to when I'd see the most activity from deer, pig, anything. And not all the time, but a lot of the time it would coincide with your majors and minors. And then even with fishing, 
you know, I try to make sure I'm on the water for one of the majors. Because uh, a lot of the time, depending on the phase of the moon, it's not going to be time as you're like, if you're fishing a tournament, it might be, you know, at midnight to 3 a.m. And then after your tournament's done. So you might miss it all completely. But uh, you do seem to like, I mean, you obviously have to do the other homework and be on fish, you know, be mm-hmm. in the right areas, the right times. I mean, it's not just a magical light switch, <laughs> but yeah. it does seem like if only. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay a thousand dollars for that app if it was like that. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. If it could tell me to go out at like mine, I'm looking at mine cause I was just going along with you. Cause this, like I said, this is new to me. I've always known it was out there, but I was kind of like Brad. I was like, Oh, it's science. And I'm just not that person. Um, but I was looking, I was like, man, if I could go out at 1204 and catch nothing, but eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including calorie smart protein plus, which is the one I like and keto get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites and more. No prep, no mess meals, factor meals, are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores, and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 20. Big active <laughs> fish. That would be great. I'd pay for that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the best way to look at it, though, is it's giving you like it's giving you the time. So l- let's say that you get on some fish in the morning, but the bite's kind of it's you know it's not really active. You know, I'll go sometimes. I'll go in and check if I. I usually check before I go. But if I've had something that I've seen the bites in the area, and I haven't hit my major or my minor time yet, I'll stay in that area based off this lunar theory and. Mm-hmm. If they're in that area, the, the bite does pick up. I don't mean that it turns on and they're just whacking everything, but yeah, you might go from getting a couple of bites an hour to you might get, you know, five bites an hour or ten bites in two hours, just whatever the situation is. But the uh, the app itself is really cool because basically all you do is you pick a location and you can use it basically anywhere. Uh, click map it, and it comes up with a map kind of similar to like Google Earth. I actually think that it uses. Uh, I think it is Google driven. I'm not sure, but it looks very similar. Um, it's got a bunch of toolbars on the side. You can mark like where your hunting stands are, pin it like you would your fish finder, you know, 
stuff like that. But you can uh, you go down to the bottom bar and you click results, and that shows you your major and minor periods. And it shows you your moon phasing, moonrise times, overhead, moonset, underfoot, illumination. You know, it shows you your current weather for the area that you're in. Um, there's a, a complete weather tab where you can go into humidity, um, visibility. Um, it says that it registers wind. I'm guessing it does that just kind of real time. It um, probably takes off. it. It probably takes it from the, uh, you know, you're like, like what angler does. It takes all that off your geo tag location. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't have a ton of experience with it. Um, I definitely don't use it for all the tools that it has because I do use so many other apps. Like I don't use the mapping on this because I like Google maps or I I use Google maps with like Navionics, which we'll get into Mm -hmm. those later. Um, But it's got, you can turn on a range finder on it so you can judge distance. Um, You can save like your catches and your kills in it, in your trophy room. It's really cool app. Um, and I'll go ahead and say, you know, I only know about this because of Christine Fisher, um, Mm. listening to her talk about it. You know, I remember her mentioning majors and minors and I listened to, I don't even know what podcast she did, but she was talking about it. And I I was like, well, it's a $5 app. I'll check it out. And it's definitely been worth it. You know, even if I'm just giving it a look to know, I'm sure you could figure out the moon phasing and kind of come up with it on your own, but just having it there where I literally like, I'll forget being the kayak moving to my first spot and be like, Oh, hold on, you know, click current location and be like, okay, I need to make sure I'm focused at 11 (laughs) AM. Like, yeah, (laughs) that's not when I need to be running to my spots. Like I need to be sitting and fishing at 11 AM. I've actually had, Oh, go ahead. You're you're good, Brad. I've actually used an app kind of similar to this before. And it, it showed like the lunar phases and stuff. And then it'd have like a one out of 10 stars for that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I, I'd go, I'd see the one or two stars and then I'd have buddies that use the app too. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to fish today. It's a one star. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's definitely don't let it deter you. Like yeah. oh, that yeah. may be when I see it as a one star day, that just may be where I'm not as concerned about my majors and minors. Or you yeah. could turn it around to maybe that's when you should be concerned about your majors and minors. That's so true. maybe it's a bad fishing day, but you can narrow down like a three hour major window and a three hour minor window that might be the best parts of your day to have a chance of getting bit. Um, yeah, I have experienced that, a one of the five cause on this, it's not stars. I mean, you can do it. It's got themes. You can use stars, antlers, yeah. fish. Um, I've had one that was filled up and that was a day I didn't catch any big ones, but we caught a ton of fish. That's cool. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's, you said, it's science. So yeah, I it's guess science. it's right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of like what you said. It's not a, a just immediate. Hey, oh, it's like kind of like what Brad said. You know, oh, it's a one fish day or one star day. I'm not going to go out. It's more of a tool to kind of help you plan, especially for tournament anglers. I can see because let's say you do have a tournament and your majors and minors are during the tournament. Well, now you can say, hey, I don't need to be moved. Like you said, I don't need to be moving. I need to be set in a spot that I know fish are at from previous practice days, or you know, it, it's just a tool that makes the whole process more fluid i guess is the way i'm trying to say it um but i mean don't let it deter you kind of like what you said because there's an app out there for hunting it's called hunt wise and it gives you kind of the same thing like on this day it's six deers or it's three and a half deers and i've had buddies like oh it's only two deers i'm not going out and i was like well (laughs) 
I'm going to go out and then I'll end up shooting a deer. That's like, and then you rub it in their face (laughs) and I do. And I send them a picture. I was like, Oh, it's only two deers. I did that last year. I took a video (laughs) and I had the, I grabbed an air layer. I was like, Oh, it's only two deers, bud. And that's, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, uh, guys like Russ Snyder's, uh, that like to cover a lot of water. Say you had like a one out of 10 star day. Like that makes what he does even more impressive. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That's crazy to think about. Some people just got it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's paid his dues with the fishing gods. Like (laughs) there's a trying to, but man, it just doesn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm, I, I look at some of these guys and just, like, no, I'm just nowhere near that level. Like, I mean, the, the, granted, they spend all of their time on the water, but yeah. I could probably do the same thing and still suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just some people just got it. And it's it's I, I love how a lot of people, especially, you know, you're nothing wrong with it, but your weekend angler and stuff are like, oh, I don't I don't know how these people get paid to go bass fish. And blah. I was like, there's a lot more goes into it than you think. It's not like they're just doing it. But then there's some people who just go out and just catch fish. I was about to say, and well, you got Ryan Dahl who will throw and he fishes the same spots and he catches big smallies all the time. And then you have spots I fish, I know, but then you have I don't, then you have guys like Brad Hicks who just says, Oh, I've been trying to please the fishing gods, but whenever when we all go out, we don't catch anything and Brad catches like 20 fish. So I don't (laughs) want to hear it, Brad, at all because I'll come in with like a 50 pound day or a 50 inch day and Brad's like, Oh, yeah, I'm at like 96 inches. Like, oh, cool, dude. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Those people, I just want to punch in the face. Mm -hmm. Bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm right here <laughs> be careful dude he's gonna feed you to the beavers oh, i ain't scared of no beer <laughs> no you'll be the one that I, sh- I shoot a hole in your boat out in the middle of our gator waters and just tell you this <laughs> good luck yeah hey it ain't my boat whatever don't fl- <laughs> yeah just blow the demo it's fine it's fine mark will be like what happened to him? i don't know crazy yeah, redneck know. with a 12 gauge <laughs> oh man all right but yeah this this app is uh it's kind of opening so i'd like to be i like to just learn and read about you know bass and whatnot and i i've got largies and smallies like their activities and how they do stuff a lot down but it's 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 something really like you said reading about the lunar theory itself is is cool to do for the simple fact that it you know it shows is this another tool you can use yeah uh yeah they have a free version also Oh, cool. Well, so I, yeah, I definitely so, just paid five bucks or, or I know you just definitely paid five bucks for yeah, it. <laughs> I did. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm say just so. saying for anybody that's listening, if you want to see what the app is like before you can download that. Then... And it probably still has the lunar stuff. It probably just don't have some of the other tools. And honestly, it probably been smart for me, which I'm, I'm almost positive. There wasn't a paid version when I got or a, a free version when I downloaded it. Yeah. Cause I've had it for, I think two years now. Okay. I don't I don't even know if there's a free version when I downloaded it cuz I searched it and literally only the paid version <laughs> came up. Cuz I'm of course looking, it I was did. Like, that's how you market. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, man, yeah, this this has some cool features, but I'm not going to use the mapping cuz of what we're going to get into later. I'm not going to use, you know, it's like, oh, for hunting it'd be cool to put some spots on, but I I pay for Huntwise every year. So <laughs> I pay for Onyx. Onyx is king. I do both of them, man. I I had both, I both. and I realized last year that I used Onyx like ten to one hunt wise. Yeah. So I just deleted I, it. 
I've also found some pretty money public hunting little ponds with Onyx and uh, oh, they've got some fish in them. We're not going to talk about that because that, that's one app that I was not including in this because all of my buddies use it for hunting and I'm over here scanning creeks and using it to find public <laughs> access points and stuff like that. Cause it's like, like people are like, I've had people be like, this is private land. And then I've pulled it up on Onyx and be like, nope, according to this, the state owns this 10 feet and that 10 feet. And I'm parked yep. right here. You can call the sheriff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're, you show it to them and they're like, Oh well, yeah. I'm going to have to oh, get that. Oh, right then. It's called Onyx. Onyx. O N X. It's like a hundred dollars yeah. a year. Okay. I'm not getting that. Well, you can get the you can get the the monthly and just like I use it, I I pay for the hundred dollars a year. But Same. you can get the monthly. Uh, but you're you're gonna want to get it anyway, especially since I'm gonna introduce you to some dove and duck stuff. So you're gonna want to work some yeah. spots. Oh yeah, you I'm just shoot some birds. Well, yeah, I mean you can, <laughs> but if you if you get caught shooting a a, a, a electrical cable here, it's it's a hefty fine. So well, I mean you got to scare them off the pole first. Dude, I don't know where my yeah. Onyx app went. Oh, oh, it's literally the giant red X on my fucking screen right yeah, now. Yeah, that's that's all it is. It's just the red <laughs> X at the top. I couldn't find it. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, final word. Uh, uh, what What's your final opinion about it? Do you recommend it? I mean, I if you're somebody 100%. that likes to get kind of technical or you like reading into biology of fish and someone that's taken it serious enough to like try and understand fish behavior and everything. This helps you just by narrowing down time windows, which may, you may be able, like he said, uh, Matt said, it's a tool. So maybe you take these windows and notice different things in that time period. Like, okay, the fish were spread out and we're doing this on the West bank. When the major happened, they all seem to hit the wood in this depth water. It's just, you can take it for what it's worth, mm-hmm. but for five, even for five bucks, like I like I said, I've had it two years. I've never had to repay for it. Okay. It's great just to have, even if that's the one thing I'm looking at and the one I get on the water, just so I can know, like during a tournament, like Matt said, like okay, I've got to make sure I'm doing my traveling before 10 a.m. when the major starts. You know, gotcha. maybe based off my practice, have my area ready where I know my fish are, so I have the best opportunity to catch that limit. Cool. Uh, Matt, do you want to talk about the uh, deep dive app? Because I feel like you could use both of these apps simultaneously to your advantage oh, to catch yeah, fish. For sure. So, so the deep let's dive just move app, into that real quick. Yeah, that's fine. The I don't know this app. It's a great app, and I'm going to screen share it. We just found it recently, it. actually. Chris Slifka messaged the group chat like a month ago. It was like, you guys should check this out. So we did. Yeah. Way to pay attention to the group chat, Jimmy. Hey, y'all get popping off in there sometimes, and I just get behind. <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes I'm like 20 minutes in, and like I still haven't caught up. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's so juicy. Yeah. Y- well, yeah. So the deep dive app is kind of. I'm trying to get to where it shows you this right yeah. here. So the deep dive app is is it's like Brad said. We were just told about it not too long ago, and we we're like, well, we'll use this down Dale Hollow and kind of see what what it's all about and what it basically does there's a paid version and an unpaid version so if you don't want to pay for it you don't have to for the unpaid version brad correct me if i'm wrong but i believe it gives you one day or two days it gives you two days but then you got morning afternoon and evening yep so you have morning afternoon and evening 
And what it'll do, like for instance, today, just on this little demographic, it'll show they're, they're at Table Rock Lake. It gives you your weather at the top. And then let's say you're wanting to fish, you know, both. So it's saying a bladed jig is great for Wednesday in the morning, November 20th, you know, along those lines. And it, it's another great tool that you can use. And we found at Dale Hollow that it wasn't something that you can just follow blindly because it was saying, you know, they were hitting jerk base, they were hitting cranks, which a couple of us caught some on cranks and then they were hitting jigs and Brad caught Brad, Justin and myself caught a lot of our fish on jigs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, it kind of helps you make the pattern or think what the pattern is going to be before you get a chance to actually concrete that pattern in. Um, it, the thing I liked about it too, is like, like say they don't know the exact water temperature you're on. Mm-hmm. So you can, manually type in the water temperature and like the suggestions will change so when i did that it went from jerk bait to you know uh a jig like i said so i was going to throw the jig and then it also gives you the option change if you're fishing vegetation or not and if the water is clear or it's stained or muddy i'm totally getting this app so it's like a cheat sheet like yeah it's like a suggestion like a starting place to form a pattern exactly i feel like it's one of those things like when you're talking to like the real deal anglers and they're like oh you're not throwing a chatterbait right now and you're like yeah (laughs) so this helps me get in on that conversation better yeah i mean i'm right i'm throwing a chatterbait (laughs) it sets you up and it's kind of like uh how i solar or solooner is it's it's another tool because you can't just go there and let's say you get all the temps right and everything and you go out there and it's, it's giving you these techniques based off like what Brad said, the weather, the temperature, the water clarity, if you're fishing vegetation, the depth, um, you know, wind gust, if it's overcast, it's, it's giving you those, those suggestions. But let's say, I mean, we've all been out when we've fished and we're like, Oh, spinnerbait, it's, it's spinnerbait day, spinnerbait weather. And you throw it and you don't get anything, but then you throw a jerk bait and you get bit on it. You know, it's, 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 it helps you get your foot in the door for that pattern. And then like Brad said, once we, changed the uh weather and climate conditions to what they actually were one of the main baits that popped up was a jig and that's what they were biting on was a jig um small paddle tail swim baits i know justin caught some on some smaller swim baits and a Mm -hmm. couple of the tournament anglers caught them on some small swim baits so it it kind of it does a little bit of the work for you kind of like what jimmy said it's a cheat sheet it starts your pattern patterning before you actually get on the water and helps you kind of create that pattern based on what information it gives you. See, I probably couldn't agree with this app on some things because it's probably not going to tell me to throw a frog most of the time when I'm going to throw <laughs> yeah, a frog. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm still going to throw the frog. See, I, and I was, that's what I was going to mention. I was messing around with some of them. So I did it in increments. I did 60, 65 degree water, 70, just to see the options it would give me. Went all the way up to 90 degrees because that's about as hot as it gets here in Ohio. And it told me to fish, uh, Ned rigs, deep water, like 20, 30 feet deep. <laughs> so is it going off air temp or water temp or both? Water temperature. Okay. Yeah, it goes off. Well, I, from what I've read, it goes off both. So it does air temp and water temp. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, it has a spot yeah, for it. It does, it does both for air temp and out. water temp. So, How much is the paid version? Uh, I'll be honest, man. I kind of just clicked it. because Ten, I was ten like, bucks oh. a month, I think. But then you can go the whole year for 60 yeah, I believe. Let me uh, get like on that. the old I'm, I'm looking Apple it up phone. right now. It's not bad, but I mean, somebody like me, I'm cheap. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, I mean, and what it gets you, the paid, it just gives you a little bit f- longer forecast. So it's great for, 
like the paid app, which see, what is it? Uh, monthly, it is nine ninety nine a month, or it's eighty bucks for the year. Okay. Um, but if let's say you're a tournament angler and you're going to fish a larger tournament, like you know, uh, uh, Jimmy, you talked to all the guys who do that, the the hobies and the bass and the all those. You're looking at this could kind of set you up for tournament days, and you can change, you know, go on the a weather app and actually manually change what people are selling meteorologists are saying the weather's going to be granted we don't always know if that's correct or not but you can kind of uh build that pattern let's say you're hitting a pattern in the first two days but you know it's going to get a cold front's coming in or something along those lines it might change some of the suggestions and you can go out and rely on that pattern at first not catching any fish because we've been there we've been catching fish for two days straight and then it all changes look at this and maybe it says oh you know throw a drop shot because it's whatever and then you throw a drop start getting bit on it so it kind of helps you it, for me, it nudges me away yeah. from things I would normally throw. Like, oh, I've been throwing. There's a lake me and Brad go to. I could throw a chatterbait every cast and almost get bit every cast. <laughs> All winter long, too. <laughs> oh, I mean, it just it's it's almost year round. But when it gets super hot on that lake, it changes a little bit to where you're yep. throwing a different type of bait. And this would, and if that in that case in that situation, this I think would nudge me because I'm one of those guys who I have confidence baits. I'll throw them all the time. If I'm not getting yeah. bit, I'll just keep throwing them, and it's the fish's fault, not mine. This will <laughs> nudge me into throwing a different bait, and then you know, help me create a different pattern for different conditions that I can use in the future. So it kind of helps you long run too. Something I would say, like you talk about, like the tournament aspect of it. You know, for a lot of the traveling anglers. Uh, Tons of times, you know, this might be your first time coming to said body of water Yep. and going back to it being a cheat sheet. I mean, maybe you don't know what you're, I mean, you, like you said, you got your confidence baits and, you know, you kind of know what you like to throw and what you think you're going to throw, but this might, you might be like, oh, okay, maybe I don't need to throw a jackhammer today. Maybe small swim bait, something not flashy based off this. And I mean, obviously take it all with a grain of salt. You'll really know once you get on the water, I'd like to know, like, how they came up with the theory. I don't know. I think it just goes off of like history. Uh, Probably because I mean, you're looking at, I'm guessing it's just like experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's probably the history of probably bass fishing. Cause you can select different, uh, like there's, there's two options on it right now. There's large mouth and spotted bass. (laughs) <laughs> i just dropped there's, a hook in the floor i'm gonna small mouth is coming too by the way on the small app. mouth is coming yeah there's large mouth spotted bass and small mouth is coming and if you change if you select large or spotted on dale hollow for example it changes from the the river channels to main lake because that's where a lot of the spots oh. are found is main lake and it changes because i checked that when we went to star point because i was like well mm-hmm. we're a little bit more main lake i'm gonna check that and the whole bait selection changed there were some of that were the same but yeah. like for example, in the river systems, it was calling for jerk baits, cranks, jigs, uh, Ned rigs, and then on the main lake, it was calling for jerk deep diving jerk baits were there, deep diving rattle traps or not deep diving drop, but rattle traps were there. So your uh, um, drop shots and a rigs. It wasn't calling for a rigs with the large mouth, but for spot spots, it was calling for a rigs. Um, which, as we all know, if you were on the water during our Dale Hollow trip, you saw about 800 boats throwing 8,000 A rigs. Yeah. So, I mean, they were getting bit on them, but that's it. It kind of, so it kind of, to me, that was the ultimate concrete for this app. To while, again, like you, Jimmy, you said, take it with a grain of salt, but it, it A rigs were working. They were catching fish on them. Small paddle tails were working. Jigs were working. It, it helped. Well, even make, if, like, how many suggestions does it give you? Like four or five? 
Uh, I think it's, let me see, I'll get on it right now. I want to say it's like seven or eight. Like it gives oh. you a lot of different well, options even, to go with. If one of them is correct, that's yeah. one mate you can put in your hand that works versus yep. 10 rods in the deck on the deck in the boat that aren't. So, and uh, I, worth it. I, I was going to mention also uh, the free version of this app. It only gives you the time of the day you're in. So if you're fishing morning, it'll only tell you the morning. You got to pay for afternoon and evening if you want to use it. And it only shows you one bait selection because I was just clicking through it. Right. So this is the paid version of it. If I can figure out how to. Here, I'll do full screen on you. Yeah, do that. Come on, phone. Stop. Here we go. Your full screen. Yep. So it shows you, like up here, like you said on the app, it shows you your your weather if it's overcast, chance of rain. well, wind. it's post frontal conditions. It has your wind. It's got your current, and then here it has you know your water temp. And obviously, these are changed because I was playing with it. But scroll down here. This is for shallow water largemouth bass, finesse swim bait, jerk bait, finesse jig, uh, and then crank bait. And that's that's, cool. ju- that's just at sunset. So if I go to sunrise, they'll change. Mm-hmm. Some of these will say the same. So there's your jerk, your <clears throat> crank, finesse, and there's a rig. And, and it shows your... you the color to use too. Forgot the yep, I was just about shows... to say, like, it's like watermelon candy. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it shows, it shows your colors and that's for every time of day. And if you switch it to deep, it'll, it'll change it to, you know, deep, like for this and deep, cause it's Dale hollow jigging spoon. If you talk to anyone down there, they'll tell you to throw a spoon or they'll tell you like the next one down here, throw a hair jig. They'll tell you that too. Uh, Carolina Which is awesome because that's a real thing on Dale hollow. Like mm-hmm. yeah. hair jigs are a big player on Dale hollow. Yep, hair jigs, <gasps> jigging spoons, Carolina rigs are huge on Dale Hollow, and it has all those for. It's not true. I tried it; that didn't work. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I tell funny. you, I'm I'm getting a whole box of hair jigs next year when we go. But that's a side story. Um, <laughs> Marabou drop shot hooks, Cody. I know, man. The jig I master, know. those are so cool. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, I, his his hair jigs are sweet. Yeah, I've got one of them that I used once, and it just looks cooler, all frizzed out, hanging up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like an afro. It's great. Oh yeah, see that's what hair jigs like. I just don't understand. I've never fished them. Other, I've had one tied on, and I cast it, and I tied a knot like a, uh, I don't know, an idiot. And my, I just watched it sail, <laughs> and it hit a tree on Dale Hall. I bought it at Eastport. And Richard was like, throw this hair jig, Matt. You're going to catch fish. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. Tied it on. Next day went out, cast three pounds. Boom. It just popped a tree like 80 yards on the shore. And I was like, well, it was a great cast, I guess. But it's gone. (laughs) I struggle. I struggle fishing with those, man. I've caught. I I don't know how you're supposed to fish it. Yeah, me either. (laughs) But it uses a jig. Jeff Little told me, he's like, just let it sit there. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So you're not supposed (laughs) to swim it or anything. You're just supposed to like. He does. It? He just lets it sit sit there and flutter. I guess I don't know. Oh yeah, I would definitely did it way wrong then. Oh yeah, like well, I swim it. Your own fault. I'll jig it. Like well, I've heard uh, Seth Seth Fighter. He he bounces it like swims it slowly along the bottom. So that's what I was doing. Yeah, didn't work. Are you supposed to? Are you supposed to trailer swim jig or a hair jig? I don't think so. No, it's supposed to just be the hair. Well, it saves plastic, so I'll probably do that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so what's your uh, final thoughts on deep dive, man? What do you think of it? Oh, d- it, it's it's definitely, in my opinion, something that needs to even if it's just a free option, something just to have on your in your toolbox because it 
kind of like what Jimmy says, if you're traveling for whether you're going on a fishing trip, you're going on a tournament, it kind of helps you like what's on the screen right now. It doesn't just show you what baits to use. It shows you structure on the lake you're going to that you might not see in other places. Yeah. Um, there are other apps that'll show you this stuff, but it's nice. It's all compact. It's right there. You just scroll down and find it and bing, bam, boom. You're there. So I definitely think it's, it's something to keep and the paid version. I've been happy with it so far. Uh, 10 bucks a month for an app for me as avid of a fisherman as I am, it doesn't bother me because it's given me a lot of information that I might not have, or it could push me to try something new that I might have, haven't tried or thought of in that situation. So thumbs up for me for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I like the app. Um, I probably won't pay for the full version unless I go to somewhere new, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but like I, like we were talking about, it helped me catch fish at Del Hollow. I use the jig and I use the net rig deep water and that's what i caught fish on like it goes in like it shows examples of the retrieve you should be doing it shows you it says you should check shell beds at 10 to 30 foot it shows you a picture from a hummingbird side image unit to show you what a shell bed looks like huh yeah i mean it 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 goes in it tells you the gear to use casting rod seven foot four to eight foot heavy action seven one gear ratio 15 to 20 pound fluorocarbon I didn't yeah, know that. I mean, like, it, freaking it, cheat sheet, bro. <laughs> it breaks it down. So like, this is another thing I wanted to add and I forgot all about it. It's, it's a great app for your new angler who just bought their first combo or just getting into it. And they're, they've been fishing for a while. And now they're wanting to really, you know, f- fall down the rabbit hole. Like we're all still free falling in and wanting to get into technique specific rods and stuff like that. So it, it, it helps that angler kind of, you know, some people, especially in the fishing community, community, I don't ever want to feel like I'm like this, but some people will ask questions and be like, oh, you're dumb. You don't know you shouldn't use a medium for, a, you know, a Texas rig or something. You know what I mean? It's so all it kind of takes, man. It is. Well, it is. But I mean, yeah. at the same time, there's there's merit behind using certain rods with certain techniques. It is. And yeah. uh, it kind of. I've it, always it, appreciated the companies that put what techniques work best on that rod. That's one thing yeah. I love about Dobbins. Dobbins. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, it does this great. And then if you even go on their website, here's a little tip for you. You can go and it'll show you what it's good at, but it's not the best for. So it'll be like, it's great oh, for frogging, cool. blah, blah, blah. And then it'll be like, can handle swim baits, but not the best, you know, like stuff like that. That's cool. So I, that's a one thing that stuck me on Dobbins from the beginning was based off their recommendations of what it's good for. I could buy certain rods and cover an entire arsenal instead of having 25 rods. Yeah, like I know this one can handle cranks, but I can actually—it's got enough backbone. I can smack a chatterbait on it. Yep, you know stuff like that. Very cool, man. What's the uh, water temp? I'll—I'll I'll leave this for Gunnersville right now. Do you know off the top of your head? It says fifty-two, which I would assume it's warmer because I, I pulled yeah, Gunnersville. You're much warmer than that, I bet. No, <laughs> hey, we haven't had water over sixty yet. Really? Really? What? Every time it's warmed up, we've had giant cold snaps and floods for three days. Yeah. Our, our water hard. has been struggling. Huh. Well, that's why we're going out. It's been warm. It was warm today. Oh, see, mine showed. I don't have the, I didn't do the paid version yet, but it was like finesse swim baits up shallow. You know, well, that was, outside so that channel was sunset. Yeah, that was sunset. This is saying for sunrise or morning, I'll say morning. Uh, umbrella rig you can throw a, a uh, lipless <laughs> and a white spinnerbait which i feel like a white spinnerbait work everywhere and it'll you know when you click on the bait it shows so there's your spinnerbait and your color if you scroll down my phone will work what am i doing come on <laughs> 
scroll down, it'll show you like this, an example where to throw it. Um, oh, that's so cool. Location, so like first, first half, half of the creek. creek. Yep. So, and if you don't know what that looks like, now you do. And then you keep going and then it says structure, you know, for this look at structure. And then here's your, like Jimmy was saying, my phone is being weird. Come on light. Well, you can get it. It's free. Yeah. But it, it just pops up and it, it shows you kind of examples. And like, like Jimmy said, it shows you everything. It's awesome. It's saying monofilament for uh spinnerbait. So I don't know. Here, I can, that, but that's let's see me. real quick. I, I got a question for you guys real quick. So first half of Creek, it says, do you guys mm-hmm. ever fish like the middle out there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. So that's just an example. That's showing what it, uh, it says, you know, sh- a channel swing outside channel. swing, yep. and then it'll okay. show shallow flat. It, which is under there, but uh, let me show you real quick, just so people get an example. I wanted to show you where it shows the uh, like the rock transitions and stuff. It shows you a real time picture of a rock transition. Oh, that's cool. And then you can click on the depth, I'm trying to find it. I don't know how I did it a minute ago, but it does. It shows a side imaging picture from a like a hummingbird unit. Huh. Yep. I'll say it has it shows they they partnered with Hummingbird or with users. I'm not sure because everything they have is like mega side um, and mega down. So it's it's showing, you know, sonar imagery, which can also be especially if you're new to using a fish finder. It kind of shows you what things look like. Yeah, here we go. Yep. So, yeah, it says rock pile to 12 to 30 feet. And then it shows you a rock pile. Yep. 12 oh. to 30 feet. That's just that's so cool. That is cool. I like yeah. that. But to your question, yeah, mouth of creek. I don't just cover the points in the banks. I'll, I usually like start in the middle. Like make. I need some to start casts. doing that then because that's probably why I don't catch many fish on the lakes. I'll tell you something that's worked for me is um, I've never done it on like big creek mouths, but like some of the lakes, like local here, will have you know, much smaller openings, but I'll actually mm-hmm. sit shallow and throw towards the middle, not the yeah, middle yep. of the lake, but the middle of the mouth and yeah. basically go from deeper to shallow. And I've had a lot of success. That's actually, I caught my, uh, that seven at Pickwick doing that last year. There, there was one grass patch in the middle that That's was awesome. in like, a, I mean, and we're not talking deep, like 10 foot, 20 foot, but it was deeper than everything else. And yep. it, it came past that one grass patch and I got smoked. That's awesome. So <laughs> yeah, I about to say I, I'll do the same thing. I'll you I sit in shallow water and I'll throw up to you know right Don't past throw the middle. Up. Well, you know sometimes <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. But anyway, I'll throw <laughs> I'll throw right to the middle and I'll especially with like smaller swim like Titex or things like that. I'll swim it back just because bait fish will sometimes retreat back into those creek channels. Yeah. Mm, excuse me. And uh, so just to mimic that, you know, natural presentation of a bait fish swimming from main lake to the creek channel, and they will be bass or ambush predators. So they'll find any cover they can grass patch like that. They'll sit down in the grass and they'll shoot up and grab whatever you're throwing. So that's awesome. Closing well, thoughts for that app. I need to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's money, man. It's awesome. So thank you, Chris, for uh, telling us to get that. App. Heck yeah, yeah. That, that was a cool find. Oh, for uh, sure. So, uh, what do you guys have next? Um, I want to I want to hit a weather one real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Let's do it. So, a uh, really good app that I found somehow. Can't remember uh, where <laughs> I heard about it. Who told me? I may have just found it kind of on my own. Um, let me pull it up here. So, it's called My Radar, and it's oh yeah. You know, 
I yeah, if you that. use the Weather Channel app, any of the you know cool weather apps, this one is just like a very to me it's extremely detailed. Uh, one thing I like about it is it doesn't do the future casting as far as like when you go to radar and you are looking like like right now on the screen you can see that storm moving through. Well, on like um, the Weather Channel app, when you would press play, it'll show you like what that's going to do for the next ten hours. This one only will do it for like three or four, which uh-huh. seems to keep it more accurate because it's got such a good refresh rate with, uh, I'm sure it's using like the national weather service data, the same as the weather channel is. Yeah. But, um, some of my favorite features and I doubt I could get them to show up <coughs> is it has so many overlay options. So you can change all the basic stuff of your coloring and you know, how, high or low def your map is um, and change the lighting. But some of the overlays and layers that you can put on it, you can add winds to it. It'll show oh, you say, that's cool. 5 million squiggly lines of exactly how the wind is moving all over the state. And then you that's can just awesome. zoom in to where you're at. Um, air quality, temperature, clouds. Um, it'll show you highlighted warning and watch areas if you got bad weather coming. Um, I don't have this problem, but it's got hurricane tracker. It can show you weather fronts, road conditions, aviation conditions. So if you're getting ready to fly, you know, wildfires, earthquakes, which apparently earthquakes is on online for some reason. <laughs> getting ready. Oh, this shake. is new. It shows power outages. That's a new one. Really? Huh. Yeah. Well, that's that, cool. That, that wind. Uh, uh, that wind layer is huge. Here we go. Kayaking. I mean. can show you full screen me real quick. I pulled it down into the Gulf, and you can really see the jet stream. Where you where you at? Screen share you. Yeah. There we go. So if you can see, oh yeah, that is the wind moving through the jet stream. Yeah, that's and awesome. And then my phone like <laughs> freaks out and turns its brightness down. But here we go. I'm just happy it wasn't just me who couldn't. That's figure cool. Out. Yeah, you can see the few little like rain moving around. I'm yeah. assuming that that's lightning. I was gonna say middle. it's lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that is. But it's it's so cool. I mean, it's a very very technical map, and it, it it's I love it. I don't use any other. Well, that's not true. I use like four weather apps, but when it comes to like fishing weather, this is the one that I'm going with. Yeah. And then yeah. it like it shows moon phasing, future cast as far as like the next day and stuff like that. Like it does just like any other weather app, and it's free, like completely free. Um, so. I'm sure if somebody messages me later and said, I showed you that app. Well, I appreciate you for showing me because I damn sure don't remember where (laughs) I found it. I just redownloaded it and uh, I just deleted the wind app I was using because I don't need that anymore. (laughs) So I think that the wind, the wind part of that app is probably the best part because it is damn accurate. We have a place up here that me and Matt fish is it's like a reservoir on top of a hill. It's like drinking water for cities. Yeah. And that place sucks when it's windy. <laughs> 15 mile an hour wind feels like it's 30 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last year I went when I just got my kayak, didn't have my XI3 on it yet. And I was just paddling around and I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to tuck back in this corner and I'm just going to grab a rock because I was getting pelted, man. At one point, Brad had to like tie me to his kayak and pull me across the lake and the wind was, was still deep. pushing. No, oh, dude, I, I, I mean, it's like 60 foot deep. Is that a, back scratcher you dang right it is <laughs> yeah i use this came out of nowhere 
Sorry. <laughs> I need oh, to turn man. the winds on. So cool. My radar, man. Uh, what else you guys got? You guys got anything else? Um, Something we talked about briefly uh, before we started recording is the uh, for Garmin uh, Fish Finder users. I'm, most of y'all probably already know about it, but if you don't, Garmin Active Captain. Um, yep. It's 100% a great app if you're using it on a, like a real boat because you can you can tie it into all of your sensors on the Garmin for all of your like emergency sounders and stuff like that. So if you're away from the console and you know the boat's drifting up gets a shallow water alarm and you've got your alarms turned off it'd still notify the phone um some cool things that it does is you can basically you have your your plotter in your hand so you can plan your trips mark all your waypoints and completely plan all the routes from the phone and then when you turn on their plotter they're there so you don't have to sit out in your driveway sitting in your boat with your gp your your unit on doing that um, something I didn't know until I just read up on it earlier is you can connect your phone to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously your phone's connected to it either way, but like it will display on your char plotter when you get a phone call or a text message. Like yep. if you put your phone up in a dry hatch or something like that, uh, I thought that was really cool, but it's got community features on it where people will chit chat about, you know, marinas and like little pubs on the banks and stuff like that. So you can share catches, um, Another cool one, I don't know if any of y'all use this, the, uh, I don't know what Garmin calls it, but it's, uh, like the drawing where you basically can contour. go over on, yeah, you can go over areas that don't have contour drawings and it will actively yeah. draw for you. You can share those through the app. So yep. if you're going somewhere that doesn't have it, instead of you wasting a few hours doing it yourself, you can check in the community tab and somebody might've already done it and they can send you their draw. And Which is there's there's a little small lake um, echo, Brad, for you. Uh-huh. Um, that was never I was looking at Navionics and it hasn't been, you know, on Navionics. It kind of it's also from Garmin. It gives you mapping and whatnot, but it, it just shows up with what basic stuff. It, it's not really contoured or anything. And then on Active Captain, there is somebody who's contoured that whole little lake and river chain and you can click oh. on it and shows everything. And it's just a little inner city lake with a river that connects another lake. It's just two lakes and a, and a, a waterway and it's all contoured, even the waterway. And so that means some dude went out there in his boat and just contoured it. And it's how did, there I wonder how that works. It. <laughs> it just goes, it's just basing it off sonar ping. Like, well, I mean, does it's he have just, to cover the whole lake? Yeah. Yeah. That's like crazy. whatever, whatever your cone spread is. You can watch it you're like as you're going along and you look at the graph, you'll start seeing contours pop up and yeah. like, let's say it's showing them to you up to 30 feet out. You'll just make a pass and go 30 foot wider and overlay. Oh, so you're using like side imaging. No, you like, I, I did no. it with my Raymarine with just down imaging. It had, yeah. it, I'm it had thinking if you're feature. in like a, if you're like a shallow lake, it's going to take forever. Cause your cone's going to be small. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, the, the shallower mm-hmm. it is, which, I mean, this guy, there's there's a trench in this lake. I think it's like maybe 12 foot deep and everything else is shallow. So this dude was just taking his time doing lawnmower passes Jeez. all the way through. I, I did one of the deep lakes on my Raymarine around here. The whole lake's like four miles, probably. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just a fishing day. I wasn't doing it like actively to use it. It's like, well, I'm here fishing. I'm going to turn it on. And you do, anybody that likes wants to use this feature, you have to put an SD card because you have so much space. Yeah. But if you're going to map a whole lake, you got to put a big SD card in your head mm-hmm. unit. But uh, 
I just let it run while I was on this lake motoring around. And I probably got three quarters of that lake mapped and didn't even realize it. Huh, and that's cool. now, now I've got, and it's, you know, a little tip too, is don't be afraid. Like if I've noticed when I'm fishing that Navionics is wrong, like, no, yeah. yep, that hump is not here. Mm-hmm. Um, turn it on. If you ever start to notice little things, turn it on and map over it and you'll get that's those. Cause I mean, the earth erodes current and wind change things. Yep. yep. Navionics is the same thing we're doing. Navionics is paying people in their boats to drive around lakes and map. That's how they come up with all this. So basically you're just doing it for yourself. Yep. So you, you can, they do it once every God knows how often, and you can do it every year. If you want to make sure your honey hole is how it looked last year. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. <clears throat> Never really yeah, thought about stuff, that. I mean, stuff changes so much and it's, it's, kind of like what jimmy said it's just constantly changing and this these companies will go out and they'll you know again i don't know how often they do it but there's been times when i've gone i've over, never seen a know. navionics boat so it can't be that either. freaking often <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah hey somebody has uh done sections of the gmr where they have uh the gauges down in downtown dayton and stuff yep um but it's kind of pointless on a river because constantly changing and your depth is always changing. And that's when it would be a good time to run the active drawing or active contouring, because if you're spending a lot of time on the river, you can always be on top of what it looks like. Yeah. You may like when the river's high and you've had some storms and a lot of current pushed through, you might see somewhere where it's pushed a gravel bar up underneath and created a hump or a pocket or a new, new ditch. And you may see something and, I mean, you now a, a good electronics guy probably would notice something like that if you're paying attention to your electronics. But nine out of ten people are going to pass that because they're yep. just looking at at history. They're not looking yep. at active data. Yep, makes sense. I'm excited. I haven't used it on the Garmin yet. I used to do it with my Raymarine all the time, but uh, I honestly don't even know how to turn it on on my Garmin yet. I'm that new <laughs> to my Garmin, so I'll figure it yeah. out. Another thing with the active captain is. Uh... Uh, you can update your software and stuff like that too. Uh, all you I watched Brian do it on the water. It in. Yeah, it's and easy. He, like we were leaving the marina, and his thing popped up on his screen and said it needed an update. So he like like on cell data downloaded it. Yep, and then just connected it to his phone and set his phone down, and he downloaded the update while we were traveling to our fishing spot. Yeah, that was pretty gangster. It's awesome. And you don't need like I think I had like a thirty-two gig SD card. You just pop that in, you're good to go. It's done. Super awesome. easy. Yeah, I can't wait like to use the app. Weeks. Like, because I, I downloaded it like right before the show because I forgot, and uh, I noticed the box is sitting on the kitchen table still because I'm lazy, and uh, <laughs> my wife's probably tired of it being there too. But I noticed oh, yeah. all, like on one of the symbols, it was like Garmin Active Cap. I was like, oh yeah, I hadn't downloaded that yet. So I was waiting for time. I was like reading up on it and was like, dude, this app does all sorts of stuff. So yeah, yeah, that'll play with it tomorrow. Awesome. That's one big plus with Garmin's um, and I've used Lowrance, which they've gotten better, but I've used, you know, hum- I have a Helix 10 that I'm actually getting ready to put on the boat, but I'm going to keep the Garmin because they, they, the connectivity options they give you and all the stuff, all the tools they give you to put onto it is extensive. I don't think anyone in the market <clears throat> gives you that much options to play with. Yeah. So, well, it, and I've been a big Garmin product guy for a while. Like Garmin products are just good. I use yeah. their watches, like their GPSs back in the day were the best, like mm-hmm. Garmin's just a good brand. It correct oh, me if sure. I'm wrong too. If you connect your Garmin Force trolling motor to the app, you can run routes, right? Yep. You can like 
draw a route and it'll take you without hitting buttons, right? I mean, you know, that would be a great thing to mess with somebody if you can get a hold of their phone and just like <laughs> draw a curly cues going up the lake and they're just chilling on their phone, letting it, you know, hitting lock and then take they're like, him. Yeah. Take him up to this, <laughs> this point that's not underwater right now. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that's like uh, trolling motors in the last in the last few years, you could just have them do contour following to where they'll follow yeah. a contour, which is cool. But then the force came out and it gave you option on your phone to create your own path to follow. So maybe yeah. you're not one to follow that contour. You want to follow in between two contour lines. You can just set that up and it will follow. You just draw it out and it'll follow up and you can yeah. bring it back around and fish back. I mean, it's, it's, anybody's put one of those. I was going to say, I wonder if anybody's tried to put one of those on a kayak. I've heard, Dude, I, I, I don't know about it. I know that the, uh, is it Lawrence that has the ghost? The ghost. Yeah. I was talking to Brad Hurlboss about that and he's like, dude, that is a beefy, heavy unit. Like Dude, a monster. I, was, I was at Bass Pro a couple days ago and I looked at it and I was just staring at it and the uh, person came over like the associate and they're like, so is there anything to help you with, sir? I was like, I'm just trying to figure out if I could fit this on a kayak. <laughs> he was like, uh, I was like, how much does it weigh? He's like, I don't know. I was like, all right, I'll look it up. So I looked it up. Yeah, man, it's, it's not, it's not possible in my opinion. <laughs> like you are you not bringing anything else with you. Yeah. That thing's pretty what they weight. I did get to see them run at the classic. I can't remember. I guess it was two years ago and they were here. They had them in their little, like the little tanks and you could walk up the little stage, put your foot on the pedal and you could run it and turn it up real high. And those two, the ghost and the Garmin unit run like, I mean, they're crisp. Oh, like, they're super. And the ghost is quiet. The ghost is quieter yeah. in my opinion than the force, but uh, it weighs 86 pounds. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 I don't think, I mean, you put that on the 14 foot John boat and you're, I uh, dude. I'm sure right, we tell, we tell Brian about this. He'll put it on there. He's going to prove that you can put 600 pound <laughs> capacity in his unlimited. Yeah. Like my guy carries so much gear. <laughs> yeah, That's crazy. Oh, I mean, somebody should try it. If anybody's going to do it, just have him do it. Garmin, uh, you should yeah. send me one. And if we sink my boat, we will not post the content. That way you don't look bad, but <laughs> yeah. send me but one. We can, we'll try. Or better yet, Garmin, make a force for a kayak. That we'll do that cool. too, but I want to try the full size one first. <laughs> it's it's a cable driven pedal system. Does well, there's guess, a, does there self deploy? Who does that? It self deployed. The force and the ghost does. So does the Minkota Ultrex or the Altera, but they're those are cable driven. That's why they're so heavy. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, they're dumb. They're really dumb heavy. So <laughs> cool motors though. For sure. I, I think that they'll start to pick up on like all the freaking money motor guides making right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I guarantee you within the next two years, I cast, you'll see one. Yeah, you be, have I mean, to I'll, people. They'd be stupid I mean, not to. Like I would, would love the, that Garmin one for a kayak. I don't want a bow mount. I don't like crap in front of me. <laughs> But just for the feature you're talking about, I will pull that app up and draw that fishing trip that whole day. And I will Heck not yeah. touch anything, yeah, but just go. <laughs> just leave it alone. All you got to do is change it. Like if you find a spot you want to fish, but just change your speeds or pause it and then restart it after you're done fishing that spot and then keep moving. <sighs> like it's, it's, it would just be so easy. Like we, Motor Guide has heading lock and it works well to an extent. I mean, it, it, if you go too fast, it likes to. Yeah. Neverland, and and <clears throat> if you go too fast, it it likes to make you feel like you're gonna die. But uh, because on my kayak was lighted that RS man, it it, it she hauls. 
But yeah, dude, it, it when it jinks like that, it's like a like I'm gonna fall out my boat. But on a on a medium setting speed, I can just put heading lock on and then put my remote down and retie stuff and just look up occasionally, make sure I'm not gonna get like schwacked by a boat. But that's about it. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, the whole way back from Ohio when we were getting out, I put heading lock on and I was just looking through plastics. Like I have a video on my Instagram and that's what I was doing. I put heading lock on and I just started looking through stuff. Yeah. Just think about being able to map like everybody's all about um, hands free, like foot control steering and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's more time on the reel. Think about taking the time and drawing out your whole plan for the day outside of when you're moving spots. But being able to pause and adjust your speed, I mean, you don't have to take your hands off the reel. Yeah. Like, no, it does everything for you. I mean, it's. That'll it's be done. a $2,000, $3,000 kayak motor, but they'll sell. Oh. oh, yeah, they'll sell. And then, I mean, they'll just like anything that's brand new. I mean, the motor guys came out and they're still, what, for the XI3 with spot lock. I think it was, I think it's $1,299, I think they go for that's yeah, 11 yeah. or 12.99 yeah yeah i think in the next couple of years because they're selling well i mean people are putting them on everything i mean old town was i had an old town the only reason i got rid of it well multiple reasons but one of the reasons i got rid of it is because you couldn't do anything to it but now you're putting them on those too like companies are going to start realizing kayaking is kayak fishing is starting to take off and yeah. you'll start like you said in two years you'll see Lawrence have one mincota has got to have one they already have one in the old town so they got to put one for everybody else I mean, you would think that with them already having a platform built around one of their trolling motors, they would just take their fan, what did like the Altera or whatever their fancy one is. It's all tricks, yeah. Chop it down and put it as an option of for an upgrade for the autopilot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like extra thousand bucks, we'll throw this one in it. Hell yeah. I mean, that would be all. And they've already been doing that. Minkota is one of those companies that, because they kind of realized people were putting trolling motors on kayaks before it was big. And you could take it to Minkota dealer and they would chop your shaft down for you and still give you honor your warranty. Like they'd wow. still honor the shaft's warranty. That's so cool. if you had, let's say you bought a, a 42 inch shaft for your bass boat and you're like, I'm gonna put that on kayak. You could take it to a dealer, say, Hey, I want to cut this down to 31 inches or whatever you want. They will cut it for you. And your shaft still has a lifetime warranty on it. That's the same with a motor guide too. Mm-hmm. If you oh, take I didn't it know that. Or, yeah. Yep. Authorized. Re- that's the only time you can cut the shaft for a motor guide. Yep. Same. Well, same with Minkota. If you do it yourself, which you can yeah. with a hacksaw, uh, I don't ask me how I know. Oh, tubing do that, cutter. Can. Tubing cutter. Hacksaw. Yeah. Hacksaw works fine. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Angle grinder. Yeah. <laughs> Why do all the wires cut short? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, you just got to pay attention to what you're doing. It's it's not that hard. Yeah, yeah, I don't care if you're paying attention to the angle grinder. You're you're done. Like. Well, yeah. Okay. I I used a hacksaw, but. Well, I'll take that back. That'd have been fun. Or deny I used Axel. But uh, yeah, it works. Uh, but I mean, it's it's coming. Like you said, next couple of years, you'll start seeing a lot of big boat tech coming to small boats. Well, the only thing that would probably hold that, I guarantee you, those are all 36 volt systems. They are 36 volt systems. The force comes in a 24, which you can get a 100 amp hour 24 volt battery and works fine. Hmm. Bio power for the win. Yeah. Or bio power for the win. They have a bio 24 volt. Yep, bio no, whatever. I can't pronounce it, but bio no. <laughs> great batteries. I just can't pronounce it. <laughs> but they have a 24 volt 100 amp hour, and, and it I still mean, weighs less than a lead, lead acid battery. It's 43 mm-hmm. pounds, I think. That's impressive. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's I mean, that's a whole nother 
show. We need to do all that about lithium, all the different. Again, we did that once. Yeah. Hey, that was like yeah, mine and Brad's best it. show. That and yeah, then, just... uh, what was it? Cameras? Yeah, the did? camera mounts. Yeah. GoPros and all that stuff. Yeah. We, yeah which we, like, we came up with that like 32 seconds before we pressed <laughs> record. <laughs> like we were yep. recording. He's like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, I don't know. GoPros? <laughs> he's like, GoPros. okay. <laughs> and that, I mean, that market's blown up. You look at uh, just the outdoor industry alone. What is that company? They make one for uh, you. You got you did a show before I came on on this on the final cast. Tacticam. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the Tacticam they have one like for bows, rifles, and fishing, and it's just blown up. A lot of other companies are starting to make you know fishing specific cameras for stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's the market's blowing up again, which is great. I agree. I need another job. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> me too. Like, if it's going the direction we're talking about, like, we will be seeing these $20,000 rigged kayaks quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be crazy. Well, I think it was it at the, was it at the classic? Somebody had a Hobie that was already rigged out, ready to go for 20K. Yep. And, yep. Uh, don't, uh. and the guy made the video. He was like, $20,000 for this kayak. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it had fancy electronics on it and tons of yeah, stuff, but lights and motors. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess I got a couple of honorary mentions here. I'm not going to go like into super. That's what I was going to say. I've got a few to mention yeah, that you don't really need any explanation, but like yeah. kind of my favorites. But you go first. Uh, well, everybody knows I'm a big river guy, so I stick to a lot of river apps. Uh. I, I checked gauges. We did a show with USGS guy from Columbus. So Rivercast and River Data, those are the two apps that I use for the river gauges and stuff. And then uh, there's another one called Go Paddling. And uh, each user can mark um, access points and stuff on the river. So if you if somebody goes under a bridge and they see a dirt path leading up to the, the road, you can mark it as an access point and you can see it on the map and be like, oh, Ooh. I can take out there. I can put in there. Uh, it's I feel like most kayak with... fishermen are definitely not doing that. Yeah. Oh, no. They're, they're, they're like, no, that's I... my spot. <laughs> yeah. I will like... say I've actually sent that to a couple of new kayak anglers. They just got into it. And they're like, oh, where do I drop in? And I was like, hey, man, check out this app. Go paddling. It shows yeah. some drop-ins. He's like, couldn't you just tell me where you drop in? I was like, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, that's not. what I mean. They have a great Miami water trail map that I use and it shows all the access points, but go paddling shows like newer access points that people have made. You know what I mean? Yep. Sweet. So it's cool. It's more, it's, it's more, uh, it's better when you're on the Northern stretches, I guess, because like there's less access points up there. You got to go miles before you can hit one. I'm curious to see if it's got any info like in my area down here. It might, because we have a lot of wreck kayak stuff. I mean, which that's yeah. that's who's sharing those points. That's info that I would need. There yep. you go. I'm about to say, yeah, that's taken off too. Well, those are my two Any- honorary mentions. So, okay, those were actually going to be my honorary mentions too for rivers was <laughs> river cast and then go paddling. Just because the go paddling app is instrumental for people who are new to kayak fishing or if you're going somewhere that you don't know you know and i'm bringing my kayak down i want to hit a river yeah. well you can go to the go paddling app and see where you can drop in so it makes it easier because it has you know parking available here and things like that so it's a great app 
I've got a I've got a couple. I mean, most of them are pretty obvious, but you know, if you got any new listeners or people just kind of dabbling in this, um, you're familiar with Navionics on your graph mm-hmm. on your unit. Get the Navionics app. Do a lot mm-hmm. of your homework at home. You can do it on your computer with the web app. Um, great app. Looks just like the setup on your on your your unit. Um, Google Maps is my go-to mapping. Um, I just think it's a little better than Apple Maps. So if you've never really played with Google Google Maps, you should definitely do that. And then uh, most obvious to most people would be Google Earth. Yeah, but yeah. Google Earth is fantastic for anybody that hasn't like downloaded Google Earth. I think it's Pro, and you can do the uh, historical data and you can dial it back. You can you know you can like you could Google and say okay like right now the river's down this much. You could Google find historical data that would say like, you know, February of 94, it was similar mm-hmm. conditions. You can go on Google earth. You can click on it. You can pull it back to February or somewhere near that because it's, yeah. you don't type in the exact date, but it's got very, it'll have most of the time. There's tons of data that you can yep. go through and it'll show you things. You can look when the water's down and see a roadbed or see I was gonna rock say piles. That. And then there- when it's flooded, you can see where certain areas, like I've used it before when like, there's an area that's normally not accessible. And then I noticed that on a high water year, you could float right through the trees and then went and checked it. And you could, I floated right through the trees and then basically you're in a, you're in a pond, but it's navigable by water now because of the water level. Yep. Yeah, Matt, there's a, uh, well, if you use that uh, feature on Google earth, you can go back to Caesar Creek when they were building the Marina and you can see how low the lake was. It's pretty crazy. Yep. I've used it to see uh, where old rivers are or old uh, dams, old dams are at. And then actually it'll show you some of the, cause some of the roads that are under that water now in that lake are really deep. Yeah. But at one point they were super shallow and you see where the whole road was at. And I've caught fish yeah. off the roads. It's awesome. Yep. That is cool. I know, my, probably my favorite feature on Google earth is the, uh, the distance where you can go in yeah. and you can, Instead of just doing straight line oh, distance, yeah. you can go in and put 500 points if you're like curving through a creek. And I mean, it'll give you exact distance data. And I've used that a few times. I just use it to... all the time. So, so I've actually, when I track how, how many miles I've done on my river, and I've actually used that feature from the northernmost part down to the southernmost part. I've hit almost 85 miles on my river so far. Like just in total, like ever, is that what you mean? Yeah, like in total. How much ever, of your yeah. river you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, one I thought, trip. I, I was fixing to say, like, shit, get off the water. He just like, never stopped. <laughs> I found out that the Garmin does that. I I didn't know as I clicked on the gauge cluster little thing on it, and it's got a trip meter. Yeah. And I was like, what? So like now I don't have to wonder how many miles I went on the river or go back and look. I just get done with a fishing day, click on the gauges, be like, oh, 12.4 reset. Yep. <laughs> or you can and, be like, how many miles did I do this month? I guess I should throw that in there. That angler does it too. If you hit the, uh, yep. you hit the logging button, it tracks your whole trip and tells you how many miles after you're done. I'm actually surprised we didn't talk about that. Well, we had a whole show about it, it once. Yeah. We had a whole uh, yeah, show about say. it once with Derek. Angler's like an app you really dive deep into because it has a ton yeah. of different options to go into, a ton of different logging options. Um, it's completely it doesn't have to be different. fishing trips. It's so. completely different now from when we had Derek on, so maybe we should do another show. Maybe do we should get, them yeah. to get get involved with the podcast again. 
Yeah. Cause yeah, I think, I think they were part of the, like a sponsor of paddle and fin when I first started. Yep. Uh, I think yeah, that's they had how a lot feature. of everybody had their buttons. Yeah. They had a feature in the app where it showed like podcast and our podcast was in that feed. People like people scrolling through could see our podcasts. Oh yeah. We definitely need to get back if they're going to market that way. That's a, yeah, it was pretty cool. It's like a no brainer. Oh yeah. But closing thoughts, gentlemen. I like it's been fun. Mouth. It's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. I mean, speak for yourself. I've enjoyed it. I mean, I've, I've had, I'm just fun. <laughs> I've had a good time. No, uh, great show. It's kind of cool that we all kind of taught each other an app or yeah. like before the show telling Matt that you could connect your phone all the way to the Garmin. He's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I had no clue. I've been using them for like years and I was like. I've had active captain, never knew I could put my phone on to where I could see text messages. Well, that so that does get I annoying, can... so I turned it off, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I, I, I was going to say, I'll like, turn it on. Yet? Yeah. <laughs> my, mine will be like customers calling on the weekend, Yeah, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> So it'll it'll get turned on, it'll be cool, and then I'll get mad, and then it'll get turned off, like the same trip. Yeah, but it's a cool feature, you know. I mean, it's nice. Yeah, it is. Maybe they'll but update no, it to where you can send text from it. Like uh, voice activated. Up, you can... That would yeah, be cool. Be dope. Like you can just leave your phone in a drive. Like pack in your, all like, day. In your, like what you do in your truck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that was some. Those were some fun texts. <laughs> Hearing Siri say certain words was hilarious. <laughs> but I think the the big takeaway from this app probably be deep dive. Yeah, deep deep dive or my radar, honestly, because my radar really is a phenomenal weather app. But deep dive is as far as the fishing, like what we're here talking about. I think that's a that's a win. We need to have y'all had tried to reach out to them. I did. And they said they're uh, interested later in the year. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, we're not interested later in the year. (laughs) That's what I said. No, I didn't even reply back. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, we'll, well try to, we'll try to get them on so we can because uh, they can probably explain some features that we might not have gone into and then in depth a little bit more. But I mean, the app you brought up, the I, I Lunar, I mean, that was that's a great way to get way more scientific into f- fishing and hunting because it can be used for both. Um, and then just pair that with, you know, my radar and pair it with um, deep dive. It, it gives you a full toolbox of and tools. You cash can checks and win tournaments. <laughs> Booyah. And then they can be on your show. Then they can be on my show. You can come over the reel down and be like, I did everything you told me to do. <laughs> and I won. The, and Jimmy, the, Jimmy's like, yeah, I give you half your check. I was about yeah. to say at the end, Jimmy's like, where's my commission check? Let's go. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> finder fee, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. So, uh, so yeah, I yeah. appreciate y'all having me on. I was excited <clears throat> to talk about this one. Oh, so it was Matt. He was like, oh, man, I was kind of bummed we didn't do it the other night. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I was trying to do it in uh, the house we were staying at, which was a disaster. And then I went to a hotel and made the famous comment to Jimmy and Brad. I'm pretty sure this hotel hey, gives, gives me the same service on my phone that Alex Grander Graham Bell did when he made the first one. Because <laughs> it was like I was trying to send a text and it was popping up. A little line. Jeez. Like five minutes later, it finally sent. Stupid. Yeah, that does suck. <laughs> But all right, man. Uh, anything else you guys want to add, real quick? Good, dude. Nope. I'm good. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Later. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. 
be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina. The beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.